0: what up what up what up i'm brand man sean and i'm corey and we are back with another episode of no labels necessary where you can tune in every tuesday every thursday on youtube apple music spotify wherever you stream podcasts to hear us chopping up about music money and the creator economy as a whole now today is a very special episode because we went to south by southwest and we want to talk a little bit about our adventure of sorts, right? An we it's, Yeah, it's got a lot of, you know, interesting little <laughs> stories. And then I know y'all got some questions. So we already got some questions from people um, specific to South by Southwest in terms of do we think it's worth it, how we would move um, if we went back again or how we think artists should move in particular. But first, I wanna start with a topic by JR McKee that's very relevant to going to any event like South by Southwest. Check this out.
1: We wanna learn how to build relationships in this industry. Listen, the thing is relationships are mutually beneficial. You're an artist, you have talent, you have to use that to build on. Listen, you need
0: a piano player? I play piano, whenever you need one, let me know. Listen, I write songs, listen, I do hooks. Listen, I'm in Houston. If you need somebody to move your artists around the club, I got all the clubs down here on lock. Listen, I know all the DJs. Come with something that's mutually beneficial. Bring something to the table. Come with your talent out and not your hand out, and you can build a relationship straightforward very straightforward how do you build relationships in the music industry for sure that's how you start with it yeah bro especially as an artist man like i was
1: just having a conversation with an artist about this like two days ago i was like man you gotta realize bro the artist you competition you can't you know what i'm saying everybody don't like working with cump, but when you say hey you know i also play the piano now that other person can see the situation where you're not competition, you're more beneficial to, to them. You know what I'm saying? And so I think he's touching on something important. Like, he's not even saying like, yo, what are your music talent, right? leave with your music talent. He's just saying like, yo, lead with a talent. You, know what I'm saying? you never you never really know what other skills you have that these people might need until you break it up. And sometimes it'll be like random shit. Like, you'll be like, you know, all, all I know how to do is, I don't know, IT shit oh, this dude's a, a producer, you know what I'm saying? He don't need IT shit. And then he's like, yo, yes, yes, I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would love to have an IT person in the studio or, or helping me out or something, right? So not even just leading with your music talents, but like leading with things that you have that overall might be beneficial. Now, is, is it going to be beneficial to everybody? No, right? But sometimes, what I've learned in networking a lot of times is sometimes even making the attempt is enough to let the other person know like you serious. I, I don't need marketing, but that's fine. That you know that. You let's stay in contact. And if I ever know somebody that needs it, I just link y'all together. Win is win, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's still a win in that scenario.
0: So yeah, man, that was a bar. Nah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Big bar. Um, especially like what you just said. Like artists view other artists as competition a lot of times. Yeah. It just is what it is. And it's interesting. I didn't expect that like going in. I remember someone used to tell me about that where you would be like, Yeah, man, you know, artists view other artists as competition and I'm a songwriter so they tell me everything or people let me in every other room or whatever because they don't view me as competition I'm writing jingles for Kmart and like writing stuff for their stuff like so it's it's just that other guy over there in the room and you got to be aware of that in terms of one what value do you have beyond just those musical talents Mm -hmm. right because Nobody's going to find value in every single thing. Some, might, some people might not find value in having a songwriter, right? You're yeah. like, nah, I write all my own songs. Or I already got a stable of songwriters, right? Yeah. So, like, no one person is going to find value in every single thing. But also, on top of that, you need to be able to, like, just read the room to see what they might find value Yeah, in. exactly. Right? And yeah. then figure out, oh, well, can I help you with that? whether it's me directly or do I know somebody and just plug and build a relationship from there. Yeah. That's how I see it. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm
1: about it. Like, you don't even have to be the one with the talent. As long as if you're close to the talent, a lot of times that's enough for these people. Oh, I don't do IT. Not my roommate do IT. I can put you in contact with my roommate tomorrow and he can let you know what he does and whoop do And if that situation goes well, then you got the benefit, right? They're gonna always remember like, oh, this is the guy or girl that put me in contact with the person that helped me. and. Just like we said, sometimes that can be just as beneficial as being the person that actually helps them. You know what I'm saying? Because they see it the same way. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so I, I agree with that, man. Because I, I think that not enough artists try to lead with value. They usually try to lead with like, yo, this is what I need. Yo, I'm a big fan of you. Should I see you do marketing. I need you to help me with marketing. It's like, I'm gonna be real with you, bro. I don't give a fuck about none of that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. we ain't We ain't crossed the barrier yet of like, should I care that you need or want my help or, is there something I could get out of this? And it sounds fucked up, right? Some artists try to minimalize, like, "Oh, they selfish," and it's like, "But well, they selfish. You to ask me for help when well, you don't want to need help." You know what I'm saying? You didn't ask me what I need in the situation, so I'm going to be selfish back and be like, No, I don't know if I want to help you yet. I don't know what the fuck you can do for me. And everybody in music is thinking this way, right? Everybody in music, to to varying degrees, of course, right? But everybody's thinking it, and it's just one of those things. I think it's best to 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 have in mind right before I go talk to this person let me see if I can assess and see if there's a way I can help them out or let me see if I can at least get into conversation with them not ask for anything until I've assessed what they might need from me and then I figure out a way to work that back into you know what I'm saying like what I need some of y'all just jumped the gun too fast you know what I'm saying like <laughs> you'd be too over eager bro oh my god there's there's Sean bro I'm about to go tell Sean how much I fuck with him and need his help and Sean, you know what I'm saying? Sean on, on got cut off by a car on the way to the to the to the hotel. You know what I'm saying? Sean having a bad day. And then then Sean look at you like, no, I don't want to help you, bro. What the fuck, what the fuck can you do for me? And then you feel crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I th- I think it's a lot of that like happens in music, right? A, a lot of like unequal value exchanges on, on different sides of the networking spectrum. And yeah, it's just looked at like, if you can at least figure out how to assess. What type of value this person might need, and then see if you can bring it, or like you mentioned, be able to introduce them to someone that could bring that value. That then, like your networking experiences, would go much like much better and go a much longer way.
0: Exactly, exactly. And there's something really key that Jr. said that I don't want y'all to miss. Is going to really save your feelings in this industry. Mm-hmm. And we got some stories from South by Southwest. Like I said, we're gonna get right into that. But before I do that, gotta break this down for y'all. But with this video from J.R. McKee, y'all know he knows his stuff. If y'all don't, uh look, this guy is the guy who broke money long. Um, he owns a distribution company. He's been in this industry for years, worked a little uh helped break little dirt, help um build Alamo um was integral in that role. And if y'all don't know, we got a course with him breaking down not only how he broke money long as an artist, play by play, step by step, the real details. Y'all don't ever get the 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 talking about how something somebody is blown up from some of the people who actually was working on that project. These are the details. One of the best courses we've ever created in all the years we've been creating courses. Just check out brandmannetwork.com slash shared information course. We're gonna put this in the link in the bio for the YouTubers, but brandmannetwork.com slash shared information course. Check that out. And if you get there, we're gonna have something we got something like big coming real soon that people get that they're gonna be able to be um as a part of it for completely free but with that being said what did jr said say i want to replay this clip i
1: gonna learn how to build relationships in this industry listen the thing is relationships are mutually beneficial
0: relationships are mutually beneficial that's the big part right mm-hmm. that's the part i don't want people to miss because I know, oftentimes, people. People in the industry, like, hmm. how do I say this? All right, so this is an industry that's very casual. Oh, I thought going to say selfish. Yeah, people are selfish though, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> even in the in in the in this even in a positive way, you like you have to just in to some level.
1: Yeah, be right? selfish just
0: yeah. to live, right? Yeah, but. No, I'm just like, this is a formal industry, uh, informal industry compared to others. As because things are so casual, things can feel like friends real fast. Yeah. Right. So yeah. someone might be talking to you, you, just met this person, you hung out with this person a few times and now y'all feel like y'all are friends, but really y'all are still just getting to know each other. Right. right? You ain't been working with them long enough, you don't have anything going on with them. Or you might even get into a business dealing with somebody and all of a sudden, you know, things are casual, so y'all think y'all are friends, but you... Just started working with this person. You have to build with anybody to know how you can trust them. And I advise people to start with this is business and then figure out if y'all are friends and can't be friends from there.
1: Yeah, I agree, bro. That's my least favorite part about the industry that everybody wants to be friends. Nobody just wants to do like good business. Everybody wants to be friends, bro. Like, that, I, hey, I hate that.
0: That was actually one of my first things. <laughs> See, I'm, 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 I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. Because <laughs> that, that, that's funny that you had that perspective. It probably why we linked. <laughs> and we we uh we worked so well together, like but, like people, people like I know a lot of artists get hurt where like an artist will move on and sign a deal and a person who was like the manager or not even manager wasn't officially in business but was thinking about making them their manager or was thinking about signing up will be hurt that the artist moved on but you could have it on paper, mm-hmm. right? And I understand, of course, that. You were just building up. You had your long sales cycle that you were building, but you have to know that's a possibility that they can get taken away from them. And if they see a situation as good business for them, then that kind of just has to be is what it is. Like we had a situation recently where we ended up not doing business with somebody, right? That we were talking to about like an assigning type capacity or working with them in that type of capacity. Yeah. We don't got no blood bad blood. They found a situation that was for them. Hey, let's chop it up. And we still plan to keep like rocking with him in some form of fashion. I
1: thought I'm doing the other thing.
0: Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> like that people have to see it that way and um and then let things build from there. If you continue to do like good business, all right, which is separate, and then you continue to build with somebody and build a legitimate some level of friend relationship and you stay in this business long enough, it's gonna come back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you could just be like, Oh man, this man finessed me. This artist done, you know, what I mean now I'll mess with him because he ain't with me. And now like you miss out because maybe that artist continues on and becomes like I don't matter back, they don't even have to become somebody big. I don't like just like banking on everybody becoming big. Mm-hmm. But that person might just continue on in life and end up having resources that could be helpful to you at some point down the line. Yeah. And you continue to stay in relationship and they'll know that oh man you know even though i didn't go with them they didn't like diss me or do not crazy or whatever people recognize that kind of stuff over time especially as they start to deal with some of the fuck shit yeah, right yeah so like but a lot of that comes from you building and having confidence in yourself being able to survive without having to have that other person right and i think sometimes people's anger is just like man i need them to do to to get where I was. I was planning yeah. my whole life around them. You know what I mean? I'm just gonna yep. do right so I can go. Yeah, yeah. Now, back to what you said earlier though. Like that whole, I wish people would just like, do good this. Uh, bro, like, everybody ain't gotta be your friend, man. Everybody don't gotta have- be your friend. Yo, <laughs> man. <sighs> I, when I first see a guy in the music coming from like other uh, industries, yeah, it was just so weird to me, bro. It's like, man, I'm like, like, let's just do the work and then so it's the opposite like you can do the work and and then chill and other industries oftentimes like it's just the formal way you move mm-hmm. usually they're trying to chill 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 and you wonder the work is ever going to get done so and then that makes it hard to identify if you're dealing with somebody who will actually do the work at some point <laughs> or you know if you're dealing with somebody who's just ah, it's going to stay that and they never get to it you got to figure that out fast yeah. know, i'm better and better at that and i think because of, like the success that we had so far, we are in a space where like, there's more people who just like get to the work when they might want to do dealing with us. And it's very clear and it's about business, which is fine, right? Yeah, I love it. That's the mutually (laughs) beneficial aspect of it. Don't think that they're your friend. Don't think that when they have to make some kind of decision that they think it's business, that, you know, it is. It just like, that just was what it was, Yeah, you know? But like, the way I look at it is, I like to do good business and then hopefully find friends still do good business. Yeah, like I feel like if, if we're meant to
1: be friends, things are going to line Like I have some music industry friends that I just did not plan on being friends with, but <laughs> life yeah. put us in certain scenarios. You know, you would, they would say something on the call that make it like, I'm also, I also kind of fuck with that. You know, talk about that outside, right? Like things naturally happen. But I would say if I had a ballpark, I'm probably friends with maybe. 7% of people I've done business with, if I had to put a number, maybe somewhere between 7 and 10%, I would say, because, you know, I try to keep, <laughs> keep them across their barrier for as much as I can. They slip over, like, what? Well, that's the way I look at it. I, I build the, the wall intentionally, and if you slip through, you slip through, but I ain't trying to bring everybody across the wall. You know what I'm saying? The friend wall. Yeah, <laughs> the friend wall, exactly, bro. Like, some, some, some people gotta stay where they yet. And like I said, this is the, the only industry I've ever been in where it's, it's even, like, like, some people get offended when you don't want to be their friends in music, man. It's the the craziest shit ever. It's like, man, isn't the fact that I'm not about to scam you and do my job, like, enough? Is that not enough, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like you, want, you want friendship from me as well? Like, hell, man, come on, man.
0: Right, <laughs> right. And I mean, and it's like a no offense thing because yeah. it's like, there's people that I would love to be friends with if I had time with more friends, you know what I'm saying? I think that's part of part of it is just like you like you said people can slip through and it's people that like I feel like if we weren't doing all the stuff that we were doing mm. we will, we probably would be really good friends cuz of the way we match and think yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah but hey just have a, a good a good associate ally that's what you should be looking for more in business yes yeah all right so there's friends allies and enemies allies are not necessarily your friends they have similar incentives to you and there's a character that y'all kind of all abide by, yeah. right? And that's, that's what you're looking for. It's like, just like global politics, right? It's like, oh, we believe in communism. We believe in democracy. Every country is still for themselves, but hey, we link with y'all because we try trying to keep the world in a certain side of things. And then y'all got the other side links, however they link up, all right? Allies are the ones that are gonna be there for you in business, more than friends, right? <laughs> and that's so. So some of y'all, um, I, in, I encourage you, I implore you, not to look for more friends, look for more allies, because, hey, they just are good, if not better, many times.
1: Uh, you know? Exactly.
0: Because you can trust them to show up.
1: Exactly, yeah. no, better because of the agree. I didn't think about, it, but the agreed upon character that we both agree to stay in. Are you gonna stay? know, this person that maybe want to work with you at least to to majority capacity, right? I'm gonna stay this way mm-hmm. to for for majority capacity. Friends don't, friends don't deal with it. And that's why I be saying like sometimes like that's what pe- I think that's what people be trying to really say is what you just said, and they disguise it as friends. I'm mean, like, you don't really want to be my friend. You don't want the you don't want the the labor and the work that comes with being someone's like true life friend. You want like the good parts of it. Hey, we have like positive conversations about things that we both agree on. You know, we continue to do good by each other, and we both win. It's like that's not necessarily a friend, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the word gets thrown out a lot. Yeah. yeah, you know, so I didn't think about that until you just said the the agreed upon character. Like made it clear. <laughs> like, that's yeah. that's so true. But I just want you to you've been cool this whole time. I just want you to stay cool, stay cool. and keep cleaning these
0: invoices, and let's keep winning together. <laughs> <laughs> no more, no less. <laughs> hey, when I hit you up. You know that I'm coming with something that's mm-hmm. probably about this, I can trust you to like. Break it down for me if this makes sense. Give you an opinion or connect me, yeah. And then you can do the same, yeah, right, yeah. And it's beneficial too because you get to move faster, Right. Uh, you not like, you know, I don't get on and just start ranting about my life. You're like, hey, yo, what you doing? Yeah, Girl, like, exactly, but like, hey, that's that's nice to hear, yeah. And I have something to like, Sean, what you why are you waiting for my time, <laughs> bro? it's an hour and you ain't calling for nothing. <laughs> like they actually do want to help you. That's the funny part. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, like and that's the great part about allies, you know what I'm saying? It, it's almost like, oh Sean probably needs something and I like and I'm gonna pick up knowing that he probably needs something and I'm willing to give him what he needs, but I also trust that Sean is not gonna ask for nothing stupid. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then also I know Sean's gonna pick up and give me what I need or or help if he can if I call him. Yeah. Right. Beautiful. Very beautiful <laughs> relationship. And, and, and you know, like it, over time, over years and years and years, I think it's hard to have, like, you know, like the long, long, long term allies that don't, you know, in some sense, you know, friends, friends. will become friends. Well, we won't become friends right? Right. But yeah. it's mission first. Yeah. Know? Right? Yeah. Like, let's get there. And because we are now in this rare air together, it's, it's only us. We might as well be friends. Yeah. We Made it past the battle. It's like teammates on the sport. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all don't start out
1: friends. Y'all start out with mutual respect for each other's skills and crafts. And you like, Hey man, whether I'm willing to put personal feelings aside to some degree, to work with you, to make this thing happen. And then like I said, and you see it years later, those players be best of friends and shit, they they Mm -hmm. get podcasts together and things like that. It's crazy. Right. But they, they had time to let that relationship develop. Man, that's what I'm saying. Like it naturally happens in music. I think more people in music need to stop trying to force it. Cause I've even heard like artists and things say that like I can only work with people I'm friends with. I'm like, oh, really? No, it's interesting because you're gonna meet a lot of really talented people that do what they do very well. That do not want to be your friend. They just want you. To, like I said, they just want you to clear your invoice, talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Get your thoughts on a couple of things. Then go do what they want to do it. And you can't say they're 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 bad, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's not really a, a good or bad thing, right? And then the same point, hey you're gonna fuck around and put your friends in some positions that they shouldn't be in yeah. because you don't want you want somebody that you that you like to that capacity. And and you know, the working with friends thing is a whole different conversation. But you know, that could that could go so many different ways. For so many different reasons, especially depending on the position that you put them in. So, yeah, man, I I, th- I think that's just the best way to look at it, like, hey, can we build a a foundation of respect and uh, mutual respect for each other's talents that make us work with each other in a respectable capacity. You know what I'm saying? There's no finessing, no, no ill will towards either. But we both are two people or two institutions doing the best that we can to move this thing forward, and then maybe we can become friends online. And if we don't, I'm fine with that. And if we, yeah, that too. If you don't like me, if I got some people that I only hear, you know, when they need a campaign run. I'm cool with that, man. Now imagine if I was like, <laughs> Damn, bro, that's fucked up. You only ever hit me up when you want some Facebook guys running. That's crazy, bro. they be like, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, yeah. You want this money or not?
0: Just
1: like any other <laughs> company. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like
0: any other company, bro. That's the problem. There there's no company face and people so it's like more well, you know, you go going direct to wreck the person a lot. Yeah, the music industry, yeah. There's no company that you're doing business through, yeah, it feels like. In the company wall. Stop all that.
1: Cause then I think about it, like when you do when we do business with, let's say like a like a a BMG or something like yes. yeah the bigger like you don't really feel that way you don't, I'm not I'm not yeah very I'm not on the calls like all like this marketing rep at BMG is trying to remember. like no they just like hey, every week this is the meeting this is what we are talking about all right great see you next Monday I hate you on email if I need something beautiful beautiful I love it. Awesome. It it's amazing, amazing. <laughs> awesome.
0: on that type of time i can appreciate it because it just also makes your business just easier, yeah, right? it's yeah. easier. so yeah i haven't heard
1: the
0: <laughs> i haven't heard that I, I can only do business with friends i've always heard some people say i can't do business with friends and family that can do business with friends i can only do business with friends that's like i don't know man that's wild yeah, first of all what level of impact do you plan to make because science claims you could only remember like 150 people, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so once you get past 150 people, like you just stop making In fact, I don't, I don't know, man, it just doesn't make sense to
1: me. Yeah, I always take it as a sign of like a new artist. I, I trust, trust like you, Yeah, exactly, like if you were saying things and I'm like, okay, you ain't you ain't been around long enough. You would know there's no way. Like I said, the bigger you start to get, the more you start being put in situations where these people are not your friends, they're just people trying to do good business. Oh, ideally you're trying to do good business by you, right? so, yeah, whenever I hear Art said, I'm like, oh, you ain't you ain't been around long enough. <laughs> no. You'll figure it out. out. all, <laughs> oh, you ain't went through that, man. Yeah, oh, you'll be back. Yeah.
0: yeah. Hey, well, like, that's the perfect transition and start a topic. To get to this trip, South by Southwest. South by Southwest. Austin, Texas. My first time ever going. you a second time. Yeah, my second. Basically, might as well have been the first. Okay, okay. <laughs> it was so
1: long ago. My my first time was pre-pandemic, so, you
0: know. a big <laughs> starts over.
1: No, yeah, exactly. My, my very first time, we got back from South by Southwest, and then the next
0: week was when Atlanta locked down. So yeah. I was still out here, probably even <laughs> something like that. Like, oh, but you such and such looks? No, man, that was pre-pandemic, shop. Yeah, I was... You labeling me? me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> the, this trip was, it was definitely... A dope one. Um, like a lot better than I, I presume, mm-hmm. one, because we went, we didn't have any tickets to the event. We knew we were going to make some shake. We always figure out how to make some shake. Yeah, I believe in me. All right. Every single <laughs> trip, when you get there, you don't know how it's going to shake yet. Yeah. So there's the period of, all right, I know I got to make sure I win. I feel like it's worth it by the end of this. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you go through that every time, but you're used to it. When you get used to it, you just know it's going to come. Like, all right, right now I'm wasting time and money. Like, I pay for this, like, you know what I mean? I'm not here to just we won't be on just to have money hang out, yeah. right? Yeah, so there's that. Before we get into like some of these details and the stories, man, I would say my biggest highlight was
1: the scooters, okay? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like I would say the same, but that's because we spent so much time. With them. Like, the, the scooters were like 40% of the whole trip,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it really was, it really was. And I I just love the fact that she could go so fast, man. You know, we talked about this, man. Yeah. Like in Atlanta, they slow you down so quick, man. You you can't go nowhere. They got everything geo uh, you know, fenced or whatever in terms of your speed. You might turn up for like I don't know, maybe about five seconds and then you slow down again. Yeah. We were on like seventeen, eighteen. For like a mile, it felt like the flying. Hit main roads. Main roads. <laughs> the so shout out to Austin for that. Man. Y'all keep that culture up. I'd be highly disappointed if I went back one day, and that was that was, you know, different. Yeah, Austin got some of the wildest sidewalks I've ever seen in my life. You know,
1: that's interesting, man. Right. I, the, the sidewalks are made for for people just to, to be on. You know, I right. used to say Atlanta sidewalks. Why they made for you to like get discouraged and get off and go back to your car. You know, what
0: I'm saying, I was like, hey man, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny because it. It's like the opposite, like New York is like all these people on the sidewalks and then you really don't wanna be in the car. Yeah. And Atlanta's like, nah, bro, get in this car. <laughs> get back in the car, bro. Get your ass <laughs> back in the car <laughs> are you feel it too. It's like hey, like, when people are like out and in the way in Atlanta, like in your car, you like, nah, man. When you get a car, like you got a bike, get out the way, man. Yeah. A scooter, get out the way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Definitely a different culture. Now, like Again, as I said, we didn't pay for any tickets because we saw they were eight hundred or something dollars. Peace, right? And the regular tickets for the full events were like eighteen hundred dollars, mm-hmm. right? So just music, the last maybe with four days, maybe five, was eight hundred or something dollars. And it's not that we can't come up with eight hundred dollars, but we don't continue to do well in business by just throwing <laughs> eight hundred dollars around. <laughs> throwing eight hundred every time, some some conference wants it yeah and we didn't know what the direct roi would be um uh, we're not guaranteed to be talking or dealing with someone in particular it's just wild wild west i'm just getting thrown into conference land mm-hmm. so i was like okay so we're not we're not paying but we do need to go we were in a uh busted hotel i ain't gonna lie bro it was moldy yeah, i don't know if you saw it in mold i just didn't want to address it because i know uh, we'd only be there. I ain't peeping, man. That's fucked up, bro. What? Yeah, that's crazy. Don't touch it. You're
1: right. Bro. It'd have be been nice to know, you know what, like, what I was dealing with.
0: <laughs> but you know, yeah, you know, it was a bus the hotel right across the bridge. But it it, it sufficed. It did what it did it needed to do, for sure. Um, yeah. Um, and like with that in mind, you know, get there. Chill out, you know. Get acclimated. I'm the. I'm definitely a get acclimated instead of hit the ground when I go to these type of events. So get acclimated, start figuring everything out. You know what I mean. Freshen up, use the bathroom, catch up on work, do what you gotta do, and then find at least like one thing to go to. And that first night, what did we do? Uh, we went to the the Dolby thing. Dolby thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were gonna go to the. Uh, we thought the Digilog thing might have still been going on or something there. Yeah. And then we went there. And yeah, we missed it. And we missed it. <laughs> but the Dolby <laughs> thing was hard um, because, I mean, well, it was just a cool display. Yeah. All the tech. We had that, what was it, the Maybach or something? Yeah,
1: Maybach with the, the new Dolby the- technology yeah. in it. Whatever. I don't remember what they called it, but.
0: So, like, that one was, I, f- I feel like that one was, like, a nice get into the city. But technically, like we didn't do anything that would, that we could have said, like gave us ROI that night from the standpoint of like, all right, I could go home and feel like this is all, or this is already worth it.
1: No, I mean we ran into the one old client on the way from the event. On the way from the event, yeah. Say so you no, know, maybe that'll
0: turn to something. That's <laughs> where you started doing the thing. So this yeah. is the strategy. All right, now you know I know y'all ain't trying to hear us just talk about the, you know, all the details. I'm gonna get to the strategy. On, the, on this. Every time you go, it's the same thing that I would do like on spring break where I go someplace like with, I don't know, in college. You go, fill it out, and then you start meeting people. Yeah. And then you ask people, hey. What are you doing? What's up? <laughs> where are you going? <laughs> right? Where are you going? What are you doing? What have you heard? Right? Whether that was like a, a party or a club or something back in the day, here is like, all right, what event? Mm-hmm. Is there anybody particular that you're here to see? What do you do? Maybe we're worth like continuing to know. And the fact that reminds me of that, that girl that we met. Did we get her information? I feel like we got her IG or something. At the Bell thing? Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I got her IG. She did something. That, this is a cannabis company. She worked, for a cannabis, cannabis company. Yeah, she worked for a cannabis company. That was interesting. I got to look deeper into that. So that's the strategy, right? If you want to go to anything, period, that's probably going to help you out. But then especially if you're going to for free. Like, you ask just asking,
1: asking, asking. Yeah. That's the important part. If you're going for free, you have to talk to damn everybody you're coming around. Because if not, you're like, well, the paid events are pretty clearly laid out, you know, in the app and stuff. But, you know, which I know we're going to kind of get into, The usually the more fun stuff, or not even just fun, but the stuff that you can tell is going to probably have the most high-quality people there, you're going to learn about it just by talking to people there. Like a real party bro, like, man, I've talked to 10 people and eight of them keep talking about this one event. Shit, guys, we're going to this one event, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And seeing what's cracking there. And if not, if we go back to the one that the other two people brought up. Right. See what that joint looks like.
0: Because you can judge whether the event is worth going to based on the quality of the person you're talking to. Yes. And quality of person doesn't mean just this is their role or are they popping or not? You might not even know them. It's literally just how they're presenting themselves. Yeah. Do they seem like they got a good head on their shoulders. And do they seem to be on the same type of time you're on? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like There's some people who could be, you could be a major label exec, got a good career, but hey, man, you're a, really, I'm just here to kind of like chill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to speak on my panel and keep pushing. Like So it's not like, they're not going to know where to go or if they know where to go. It's not necessarily going to be in the mix that you're specifically trying to be into. Yeah. So yeah, filling people out. Now, I can't tell y'all the exact way to do that because I don't know what type of time you're going to be on in that moment, right? Right. <laughs> like, but finding somebody who's on the same type of time that you are on, right? It could all vary different times of night, <laughs> different times <styles> of things, <laughs> right? So that's the rule. Now on top of that though, then of course you got to start doing the weight of things. So all these events, I got all these people that say go here, or there. Then it's, it's logistics. Like, which of these events seem like they're most worth going to? What's the distance? Do I have a car or not? <laughs> do I have a scooter or not? You know what I mean? Is it cold or not? You know why? Like you start weighing every single thing. Yeah. Like, do I need to dug dug it out? Do I need to push through? Right. Which, by like, like skipping ahead. The night where uh, you went to go see Hannibal Burns. yeah. Which, shout out to Hannibal, man. I still ain't. Um, He's yeah, I mean, a cool it, guy, man. He's it, a cool it. guy. I still ain't, like, you know, obviously met you a person or even had the phone combo. You know what I mean? Um, but the short exchange we had and, and knowing that you were a fan of the pie, I really appreciate that, man. And this was the the mentality when I say, again, like, we in the moments of logistics and stuff. So you end up going, like, you know, I was asleep. Yeah, you're locked the fuck up. Hey, we were waiting to hear back. Like, we were pretty much <laughs> out for the night, except for if he hit us up. Yeah. All right. Then I'm like, hey, bro, the way I feel, I'm just going to have to sleep because <laughs> it'll suck to be up for like two hours. Ain't hit, ain't hit us up. And then we got to go. And I'm just, I'm hurting. You know what I'm saying? So well, I'd rather just, all right, I'm asleep and then, or I'm up for two hours and then nothing happened. And then I'm still hurting. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> So i was like, I'm just gonna go to sleep, and I'm a rare like napper sleeper type person. Yeah, so usually I don't go until I'm just out for the night. But go to sleep. Some point, you're like, "Hey, y'all, I'm like, go out, oh, to meet animal. I bet, man, you got it. I'm glad. It's- <laughs> so glad it's two of us. Power in numbers, baby.
1: <laughs> with a back to sleep, which is important. Important <laughs> tip, bro. Like, dude like hit these events with multiple people. Yes, bro. yeah. Sometimes you got friends that are just are better at making friends than you are. That too. You know, sometimes you got that friends that got better. You know, they can manage night better than, than you can. You know, what I'm saying that they, they, they're more like that type of
0: time. Like, it's so it helps, bro. Yeah, they're conquering the conquer. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, like better at things, know different topics better, mm-hmm. like. Whatever it is, whatever it is, and you know, then because you wake woke me up, I slept for a decent amount, but it was like broken, so I actually woke up. I probably wouldn't have woke up woke up if you didn't wake me up at all. You know what I mean? So I woke up. I'm like, all right, hmm. This is that wake up where you really should be going back to sleep. You kind of am I gonna wake up or not at all? Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, you Corey left. He said he went and goes to mm, Let me go see. I'm not going to go to this. It's like, I don't know, Jacory got this. I'm good. <laughs> but at the same time, Dana Sean, you know, you're not going to be here forever. You know what I'm saying? It's only, that was technically the last night. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Last night. And <laughs> then, I'm a fan of Hannibal. I really thought, he, you know, you know, I just know, what, it's comedy growing up. I didn't know much about the music side of it. I mean, he didn't well, he didn't really have it out there. But I was like a fan. I'm like, so it'll be dope to meet him if that does happen. But even if I don't, man, like you know, shit just be happening at night sometimes. So you gotta go, or even not just at night. Like stuff just be happening. So you gotta go, and you only you here for a reason. I get up, let you know I'm gonna get there. You tell me you well, you end up sending me the location or whatever. I think you were still talking to at that time, and then hop on the scooter. I'm like, dang man, scooter at night is a little different in a city, I don't know. A breeze start ripping through your, through your jacket, man, so. Ripping through the jacket, bruh. I really know, and I'm like, ah, everything felt like safe-ish that I was in and around. We rolled scooters before, so everything should be all good or whatever, you know, because I'm, look, I always had this one rule. You don't just go to anybody hood, you know what I mean? Like, my hood is good enough. I don't think I'm hard to just go up to anybody hood, like, try to, that ain't the chance you take. Yeah. Yet somehow. I'm riding this scooter. I'm like, huh, oh, this is taking me in a direction that we haven't been yet. Like, what the fuck? I'm not going to a, a bridge, a highway pass. Yo, the bridge I was like... <laughs> <laughs> like hmm. I was like, okay, this is <laughs> interesting. You know what I mean? I see some uh couple of people that, uh, you know, that obviously weren't well, you know what I mean? They look like they might bite you, you know what I'm saying? I was like, all right, you know, and I'm on the scooter. And this is not, and there's no protection and I'm fast and I'm 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 able have no problem, but I'm like, hey, someone jump at me, the scooter, like it just is what it You're gonna have to like engage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you can't up the scooter feed. You know, and I could catch a scooter on foot if I wanted to. So I know there's other people that could too. I'm like, all right, well, whatever. You know, I'm you know, you just gotta think. You always you never stop scoping. So I'm just like, all right, cool, 'cause this this is looking very different than what we were before. I get off on a scooter. Well, after I, like, pass all these police. And I, I I don't know what was going on. And get off. I'm like, nobody outside but me. However, I'm in the middle of a place that don't look great. And I'm like, you know how, have you ever, like, put in an address? And it'll be the right address somehow. It's on a different side of town. It might be something like Southwest versus yeah. Northeast or something. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. ain't no way in hell Ja'Cory here and didn't warn me. <laughs> Corey was there and didn't warn me. I mean, you shouldn't say like at least look sketchy, but you're in the right place. That's all.
1: Yeah, cause, <laughs> cause in, in my defense, right, when I went, I was riding behind a group of other people on Scooter. so we was we was in numbers. See in, that gang, yeah. yeah. So they were like ahead of me. So I like, right, I know if anything like fucked up were to happen or come, like they will react to it before I would see it, and I could just make my decisions based off of that. <laughs> So I didn't think about it being a sketchy place until like you called and was like, man, like, is it in this place, in this sketchy place? And I was like, oh, I guess it is kind of sketchy out here. Like it is like a bridge right there. There's like a homeless dude around the corner. It was like a, you know, anywhere with a tattoo shop, most places, most places tattoo shop even was slightly sketchy area. You know what I'm saying? This one I could I debate. It. Cause it was like a, a coffee shop and a tattoo shop. So that to me made me go like, oh, this can't be a sketchy area, man. Like, <laughs> everybody serves coffee. Yeah, in sketchy areas, you know what I'm saying. Sketchy people don't want coffee, you know. So <laughs> I didn't think about it because, like I said, I was, I was ganged, you know, ganged up when I went. Yeah, yeah. And by the time you got there, I already been there for like an hour and a half Tuesday. So now I'm, I'm, I'm deep into the, you know, deep into the funds of the night. You know what I'm saying? So like, they didn't even cross my mind. So you know, oh, my my bad, man. You
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> and again, like, you know, i done done a lot of things, with a lot of paces. But it's the lack of being prepared. Cause I would still have sleep, mind you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm gonna scoot cold shit hit my face. I'm like, this don't look right. Well, I'm starting to have to wake up. Then I, I now I was outside dead ass alone, bruh. After I passed like a bunch of homes. Yeah, cause you came out like, late, late. Yeah. So yeah. And yeah. it's probably what? one <laughs> a.m.? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And I'm just like, dang. I don't, and I didn't hear no activity. I didn't even hear the music around the corner. Like that wasn't even, I, don't, I guess it hadn't technically started yet, right? There one so, not man. man. was football to be performing, but he wasn't there. No. All day.
1: Yeah, not bad at DJ since I got there. So, That's
0: yeah. don't oh, no, man. You can't get <laughs> nothing out there, man. That's so, crazy. so you tell me, oh, yeah, walk around the corner. I walk around the corner. I started seeing people, but I'm good because at least I see that there's some people out there. Mm-hmm. Um, And then get to the door. Oh, Old buddy at the door tell me it cost $70 again Seventy five. dollars exactly and I'm like yo yo I came out late at night I'm really just here to like chop it up with Corey and Hannibal and like go back so and y'all I know y'all been talking for a minute so I'm thinking like I'll probably be in there for 10 minutes and again it's not that I don't have $75 <laughs> I didn't plan to spend $75 though. No. <laughs> so Hey, ah, ah, oh man! You know what, Shy? You here? You just says, something this is business expense, technically, anyway. There's all this business. Everything here for uh, that's what saved me. See, that's <laughs> what saved me. I was like, man, I guess it's,
1: I was like, Damn, man, what would what, what would Grant Cardone do? <laughs> <laughs> He was 10 to 75 and write it off. Hey, you about
0: to be careful with the what with Greg Cardone do the way he been moving lately. But I'm no bullshit. I'm no <laughs> bullshit. No i no I thought as I was saying it, it was too late. It's too late. It already <laughs> had
1: <happened>. Well, <laughs> I feel like I was there at the door when I got there. I was like, because the I walked up to it, similar experience to you. Area being sketchy, I had. I was like, damn, what the fuck is the video? And I'm like, I walked to the door. The, the I don't know if you saw that front door to the venue, but it was like locked. Nice. And this guy in the door was just like. Well, okay, yeah. Go to the other side. Get when I get there, the security guard's about to fight this dude. Like, you know, what I'm saying. I don't know if you saw like the really large guy. I saw the door. A really security sl- guard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I see the dude. He was. Well, yeah, because by the time you got there, it was on. Was, is like, the NG. Yeah. Was like yeah, he was in the very bad after that. But like, when I when I got there, as him and the guy who were about to fight, and I'm like, mm, let me just walk between y'all and get over here to the to the door. And then the girl's like, oh, you got a ticket like, no, you need a ticket no time place too. But no, you know, the uh, told me to pull up. We need tickets for it. Yeah, yeah, they you know, can buy tickets online. Okay, great. Let me step to the side real quick because my service, my service was terrible. Also. I don't know if your service was great, but my service was like on and off and that shit. It was crazy. So in this area, I didn't have the greatest of service. So I still had to like walk around to the front to get some bars, download the app to then just see that this ticket is $75. And I'm like, damn, I could just get back on the scooter and ride back to the hotel right now. Save myself the embarrassment. You know what I'm saying? She think I walked around the building, you know what I'm saying, and check on my phone. She don't know I'm think, double thinking about the 75. And then that's when I sat there and thought, I was like, man, I'm already here. And I already rode the, the scooter 12 minutes to get over here. You know what I'm saying? That's another 12 back to be disappointed. Like, Sean, i gonna ask about it. I can see you now. I rode, I'm like, oh, man, back, man? like, how was it? They didn't even go in, man. That shit's fair, <laughs> Yeah, I would've been like, bruh, come on <laughs> So I said, fuck it. And I pay for it and I wear it. And it was cool. I have a personal rule with events that I pay for that because this event had an open bar. I should throw it out there. Which made it better. And I personally exact my revenge on the bar. Like I'm like, all right, $75. If we was if it was if this wasn't an open bar, these drinks probably be about $12 to $14. So that's about five to six drinks to get my money's worth. I mean, anything beyond that is just icing on the cake. If I can get five to six drinks and get like three connections, this $75 would be worth it. That's how I look at it. I had, for those that wondering, I had eight drinks. You kept going back. Yep, I had eight drinks, and I met like five or six people, so it was worth it.
0: Yeah, hey, me on the other day. <laughs> I wasn't paying that seventy five dollars. I was, I did start to pay. I was, I was right there. shit it was the security guard's energy that made me say, so "Let me go ahead and like try to pay because this." Yeah, no, nah, he he was, was blowing bro. Was in a really bad move. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, I ain't trying to start nothing weird. No matter what, he just said I can't get off, get in off of the strap that he don't fuck it off. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't care what you got, you give me money. And I'm like, nah, nah. So I was like, all right. Let me like at least open my phone, like start checking it out. I put my credit card information. In, and I push some button, and it wasn't like letting me like go to the next part for the pay page. And I was like, man, let me step back, man. I'm gonna rethink this. God God didn't want that to happen. I just kind of tried to pay God said nah, so I stepped back and like fell into this group of people, I saw this girl come out and give this guy like this little band or whatever bracelet band, and then keep moving and he was standing there, and then dude was like, "Hey man, I'll give you this band for fifty dollars and I was like, nah bro, nah, and even though I was, I was like, I'd rather pay the seventy-five dollars. Sometimes I'm in a mood where I just don't want to deal with new people. But I'd rather just pay the money to deal with someone I don't know and then possibly be finessed or huh. feel like we have a relationship where I owe him or need, like just don't want to deal with them. You know <laughs> what I mean? You know, because I was already I'd already been through what I've been through. But then this girl comes back and she had a couple more bands. Like she had went to the car, came up, and she was like, "Hey, eventually you like one?" And she was giving it to me for free. Mm, I was like, oh, yeah, of course, of course, yeah. You know, smiling, t- chopping up with her. And then she gave it to this other guy. And then she, like, put her hand back on him. It was in my hand. In his hand, she put her hand back on like She was about to take him back. And she said, hold up. Do y'all love black women? <laughs> I said, hell yeah, I love black <laughs> women. Like, and I'm looking at Buddy like, bro, you taking too long to answer <laughs> Like, I don't understand. Like, do you want to get in or not? Like, let me be clear. Sean loves black women. Sean loves black women at all times. But at this moment, I don't even understand why you would even think, right? So I already had the reflex just because I grew up, you know, I like black women, but like, I right, already, right, like I'm already gone. Like you asked me that, it's, it's, it's a trigger and it's a reflex. So it's was nothing for me to think about. But when I know this buddy, like <laughs> not answering i'm like bro, what's wrong with you dog <laughs> like just, money. yeah just get your band and keep moving bro so got that and then i try to you know go get in again like i put it on and then um i got to and i you know i put on my phone to my ear tell the security guard like hey yo um my I like i'm talking to you i said my homie said that i actually could get in with the the band so basically saying, make it seem like oh i just didn't know i could get in with this and i just like showed him my wrist whatever he was like like what he was like no like my homie said i could get in man like like for real and he ain't really trying to look at my, hand because he's just in that bad mood and then these two young white women who were like the door letter ends she saw there was some energy going on She was like hey what wait, what's going on what'd you say and i was like oh yeah like my my homie my said I could get in with this or whatever, I these need this. She was like, oh. At first she was like, oh no, it's something different. Then she looked at it She's she was like, oh yeah, that is it. come on in. I'm in for free and I'm good. Right? Which I was happy because I didn't get to meet Hannibal. You know what I mean? So I'm like, the reason I'm even here, I would have been mad if I paid $75. You know what I mean? And then like, yeah, because I'm not here just to have fun at the, at that point. Because like, I just woke up. You know what I'm saying? I could <laughs> just stay asleep. But there you go. You read the energy, and then you, you put yourself in the right position. Yet again, you can you can make your way in for free. Love navigating those moments, and then like that was a cool night. We'll get into like some specifics. I know y'all are hearing a lot of story right now, but this is our first time really getting chance to recap. Recap. Yo, <laughs> that was a cool night because in the line. I heard people mention Red Man. Well, it was some Red Man, but. I only know Red Man, so I'm thinking some other different Red Man. Because at no point in my life did I ever think I would be in the same space as Red Man. I would actually I be that. willing to go to like an event knowing that he was, if they said like there was a little concert and I had the opportunity, I was free and it wasn't too expensive, I would pull up. But still, at no point in life did I ever thought that I would be in the same space as Red Man. And I didn't even know he was out here moving, doing shows and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, wait, is actually Red Man over there? And then who else all was there? Red Man to Live. Characters. Jadakiss, Jadakiss. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Which was a cool pop-up. Like, Just Blaze. Just Blaze. Which yeah. I feel like Just Blaze, like, it was, it, it hit me in a different way. I know and had plenty respect for Just Blaze for his career. But I really realized the set and the way things were set up, is was like, you know, they all performing with just Blaze, really, yeah. these are different artists and people up there, but really, they just on just Blaze tracks. He's running all of this, yeah. so yeah. it was just cool to see it in that way, almost like you are a producer doing some type of burst verses, and you bring all your your folks out. Yeah, like yeah, I did all these collabs or whatever. So it was cool to see that, and then the room was so intimate when we got in there. it Had to only be like a hundred people in there. I was like that. I was even like at max. We became like maybe four. Yeah, max maybe like four hundred people. Yeah, when we first got in there, it was yeah.
1: closer to a hundred. When we first got in there during who was performing when you came in? Because I was eating tacos when you first got there. I was eating. Oh yeah, so I don't remember. I don't know what you saw at
0: that time when it you walked away. It was. I don't think Redman even started. I think he was about to start, or he was just mapped high It was. It was more. Sometime when I got
1: there, it wasn't like packed out yet, but it was like
0: a good amount of people it wasn't that many people point bullet right exactly. <laughs> so it wasn't that many people and then for the, to see them all performing in a more intimate environment and then um and then be in the same room, Dave Chappelle doing his thing and it's still such an intimate environment it was cool because i felt like i was a part of one of those random nights that you always hear Dave Chappelle popping up somewhere random exactly bro that was cool um uh, yeah, hey, I mean, you know, it's not even like he took over like it was his show or anything. He didn't do like a full special, but it was just cool to have him around it, um, and see him, a person. He was lit. He was having a good time. You know, I was, he, was, like, he was hot. You know, I just like to say people having a good time. <laughs> his audience know what's up,
1: so you um, know, we got sugar coated. He was, man, was oh. smacked. Yeah, he was
0: gone. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then, you know, reeling it back in. Like, so that's the same type of mentality of just, like, figuring out, like, all right, how can I make song work? How can I make a shake? And then the go anyway type of mentality. Right? I for sure could have just stayed my butt in the bed. And, look, stay as long as you can because you for sure would have been gone if I didn't get there late. Yeah. Now, I was about to leave when you got there. I know. <laughs> you like, hey, what's up, baby, taco, bro? <laughs> like, I, I'm about to here, but I want – i was like well i'm only here for a few minutes let me wander in there and then we end up staying or whatever and you got more drinks so it was good so you know yeah. you made it more worth it with with that being said though like so people ask us is it worth it mm-hmm. um to go to south by southwest and i think for an artist in general yes <laughs> see i don't want to ruin people's events and nobody ever paid to go to events but you said something earlier that I'll kind of say here. I don't, it's not that you should never pay and it is never worth paying because it can get you in certain rooms and get you closer to some people and you know everybody's like there for a certain type of thing. But a lot of times the things that are paid for are the people who like all have to pay for access to get in. So those people don't have access themselves. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, it's everybody that's usually more like you. And a lot of times I know you aren't necessarily trying to meet somebody who's on your level. You're trying to meet somebody who's above. There's somebody you're trying to get to, connect with, hoping to pull you up. Now, one I say that's not the mentality you should have all the way through. There's plenty of people that you can meet that are dope on your level, whatever le- whatever that level that looks like for you, and um, that are worth building with. But a lot of times it's the free stuff, the side stuff that you have to figure out how that even exists. Yeah. That ends up being the things that worth going to the most at these events. So don't just like look at the itinerary. If you're the type of person who's only gonna look at the itinerary and only go to that stuff, it's very, very little worth in these conferences because you can get a lot of this information off of a YouTube video, you know what I'm saying? Or like a regular, like, I don't know panel or something. I mean, well, panels are conferences too. Like, so yeah, really, just social media or googling, and but and 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 a lot of times it's even more service level than the stuff that you'll find on YouTube. Right, has to be because you're speaking to four
1: thousand people. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? That just heard about this topic for the first time. It has to be a lot of time, right? Yeah,
0: you have no idea what people are uh, in the crowd are already aware of. So it's, it's very service level. You might catch a couple of gems for you, but just the nature of the the platform, you can't make it super specific at the panels and things like that. The smaller groups, like they had something which I would have loved to do. I just, again, um, was in a place where I felt like paying for it. And it was, this is was all like such a last minute decision for us to even go, by the way but there was like some manager meetups and it seemed like there were cool people who were like some managers that you can do like these office hours or one-on-ones with. Yeah. That would have been cool. So I would have did that just to do it. Like even not somebody who's, um, as somebody who isn't looking for a personal manager or anything like that. Like managers tend to be some pretty interesting people. Yeah. all together. Yeah. So I would have definitely done that. And even as an artist, I would have uh, definitely done that. Now, let's see. It was cool. Shout out to all y'all who recognized us in one way or another. Way yeah. more people than I thought it would be. Way more people than I, I yeah I thought it would be. <laughs> um, and we met some real cool dope people because of it. Because of it, <laughs> right? Which I will. I'll say this first. Shout out to I think you you said your name was Running Man of Austin. Oh yeah. yeah. No. Oh, uh, was it Austin? Austin, Austin the Running Man. Whatever. Yeah. It was. Like, he's a dude from Atlanta who moved to Austin, got his own, like, like, I don't know. He's, like, branded in the city, apparently. He got a proclamation from the city, which I don't know all the details of a proclamation, but I know it's, like, some formal recognition from the government. Pretty serious. All right? And all by branding himself as an artist in a local area. It looks like the whole running man of Austin or Austin running man came from, hey, I'm in Austin. He's running around for all the time, and he's, like, rapping on the corners that's his thing it is a running man literally a, a, a running <laughs> man so shout out to you bro like if you ever hear this um because i i can't remember i told him to hit me up i don't think he ever hit me up because i would actually just still do one like a quick little interview segment to hear his story out how he finessed and navigated the way he did because he moved there He he's from atlanta actually so shout out to him and which way i want to go with it let's go to a networking hack that many people can use for themselves. And I think we've all done this at some point in time, in some way, where you have something that's a talking piece. All right. Yeah, you know where this is going. <laughs> yeah, you know where this is going. And that might be you where some kind of crazy, like a lot of times people go to extremes. The crazy hat I'm wearing, or you know, you're just doing something that's bringing attention to yourself. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it could be great to start conversations. Me, I've never been a person to go over the top with it, but it'll, it'll be more like what you had going on because, you know, technically you're still just doing something normal. You're being normal, but it just happens. It just happens to shine, it happens to be nice. So, what am I talking about? Corey got this sweater. <laughs> he got this. This special sweater, that just it, it just brings life, lights the room up. It just lights the room up, and and, and I'm not talking about no shit with like lights on it or nothing shiny. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's a normal sweater. Like you would probably like this. Sweater. I'm wearing it. I want. I want it to an episode. Okay, yeah. Like we we'll have to figure out what episode, it is or <laughs> whatever. And literally, this sweater, everybody, damn near it feel like. You're like I like your sweater. There's a lot of people. It could be short. It could be long. But I like your sweater. The beautiful thing about this, though, is one, he almost lost it. Almost, almost lost it. Lost it. See, <laughs> this man Jacory left his bag at the airport. He stole the bag. No, I switched. <laughs> but <laughs> he took the I wrong s- bag. Switched the bag. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Realized it was yours. And, so this this man, Jacory, stole somebody's weed, bruh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but this just, is just crazy because, like, what are the odds? Well, think about this, y'all. What are the odds is you travel thousands of miles away from your home through a, a random airline, not random delta, but still, a random airline, and you land, and somebody has the exact same suitcase? And this has happened to me twice. This happened to me once in L.A. and once here. So, clearly, <laughs> clearly something. i after that. Now, now, I, like, literally, when we got back to London, I just started smacking stickers all over my suitcase. It's okay. never happened again. But he had the same suitcase as me. You know what I'm saying? So it was an honest mistake. Like, the like literally, when I went back to the airport to get it, the guy left a note. It was like, hey, I think this person took my suitcase because we have the same suitcase. Like, he knew. He knew what
0: was up. You want to Always open mine <laughs> <laughs> before I leave with it. But yeah, you know, so open a suitcase. It was what? It was like some weed and some other stuff. Some weed, a, a um, do-rag, you know what I'm saying? Some clothes. But our, the, the, the determination was your suitcase was worth more than his suitcase. Yeah, 100%. Like, like the stuff that you had. My clones, my shoes, my my, my, my magical sweater. See, but that was funny <laughs> because you didn't think about the magical sweater at first. It was like you kind of like candy Groot was like, dang, I got to find this. And then later on, it like just hits you like, oh, damn. I was like, what? He was like, my sweater was in the <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> he was like, nah, bro, it's a thrift store. Like, I don't even know how to get it again if I can.
1: Vintage, vintage sweater. You know what I'm saying? i I've, I've been to shop a lot with people. A lot of people don't know. But I'm really big in the so This is like a nice ass sweater from this vintage place out right here. Probably one on one or somebody's granddad somewhere might have it. Either way, I'm not finding it again like, no time soon. And like this sweater for me personally has been magical. Every time I wear it anywhere. I get hella compliments on it. So That's exactly what happened. So whenever I go, so and I told Sean, I said, I said, when I finally got it back, I got it back the next day. I was like, Sean, you gonna see, bro? I know it sounds like I'm being weird, and it sounds like I'm just saying shit to say it, but you gonna see, bro? We gonna go around this sweater, and the sweater gonna start opening doors off us. And then we went to the convention center, and then as soon as we walked through the door, the girls like, you don't like your sweater? Can we take it and I take your picture? But what does she do? Oh, I work for Amazon. I work for e news. I work for blah, blah, blah. Like, All right, that's one. That's one that's sweating on lockdown already. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it just kept happening. It kept happening. It kept, <laughs> kept happening. I remember that, that <laughs> dude um, later on that we met who plugged us in with. Oh, this is ain't he stopped because of the sweater. St- I thought he had recognized you. Uh, he stopped for the sweater. And yeah. then he recognized you. Yeah. And then other people passed by while you talking to him saying, say, I like your sweater, man. You know, then, <laughs> which was, it was so funny because he was talking to you for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And
1: I don't know how I came up. Oh, uh, yeah. I was telling him, I was like, yeah, man, you know, uh, agency's biggest client is 24 Golden and Mood. And he's like, oh, you work with? I'll move with Sean, and I was like, Sean? He was like, Brandman's Sean. I was like, like, that's Sean right there? And then that's where, all that popped. He just
0: turned around, <laughs> I'm right there. I was like, I was standing there the whole time. And he was like, oh my God, oh shit, bro. That, like, that shit was funny. Just because, literally, I was like, bro, I've been standing here, I just, I just, like, he didn't know me, which is cool, you know what I mean? Because, but it, be, it was weird, though, because it would be a lot of times people would be stopping for me, and then, like, oh yeah, Corey, and whatever, like, oh shoot. Like, that's Corey, oh man, both of y'all together, though. <laughs> it, was, it was interesting, but again, that's the value too of having multiple people with you. Yeah. You know I'm Somebody saying? gonna get the attention. Somebody gonna get the attention, <laughs> which, like, it would be weird, like, to me, like especially when people will recognize uh, me first, because I'm like, are you taller? You got your sweater wrong? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're you, you bringing more attention <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, but someone will recognize me first or whatever. But then, yeah, then other times people would recognize you first. And again, either way it goes, flip it in the conversation. That small conversation piece of a sweater. He just talked about, oh, I met this girl, uh, worked at Amazon and e News. That guy, Darian, shout out to Darian. You sound like a beast, bro. I wanna definitely wanna keep up with you. Like he this guy, young guy, he seen, I don't know. Seems 23, twenty three, twenty four. Okay. Yeah. Twenty-three, twenty-four. Um, he's starting to market some artists and like he he's really selective on who he works with. He works with people who he feel like he can really help him and make make go. And he's doing a lot for free, pretty much most of them for free or next to nothing. Yeah, right. cheaper than he should be. Way cheaper than, than he should be charged. he should be charged. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like we made that kind of clear to him that like, Derek, let me hearing this again? Way cheaper from the value of what you you've done. But I don't I don't mind. I get it. Because at that age, if you can and your responsibilities are in place, go ahead and get that experience because it's way worth uh, worth way more. Mm-hmm. Because what immediately happens, he gets the experience, he says he's done these things, and then he introduced us to some pretty important people at Symphonic. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is my guy, da, da, da. We were already thinking, like, hey, man, how can we figure out how to work with this guy or whatever? Help him out, maybe bring him on to the team or at some point or, like, just do something with him in the future because of the things that he had done. It, the like to see you the way you, he was grinding out for it and not like entitled meaning, meaning like oh I need to find this money he didn't ask us for no opportunity but like already in my mind I'm like man this guy seemed like he on his shit yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. so like when you move like that especially young and then you networking and people just see what you're doing so make sure you talk about what you're doing and how you're going about it don't be afraid of that because it can make things like that happen you know what I mean it kind of got to the people with uh at Symphonic and you know we started talking about him um, Darian a little bit like, oh yeah he seems like a real cool guy and they seem like oh yeah nah we we already got Darian
1: yeah, yeah like, oh, it's ours man I will that way
0: exactly <laughs> he's the type of guy that people want to work with right like you could put yourself in that position by literally giving off great energy working hard and connecting with the right people it doesn't mean that there might wouldn't be some people who try to take advantage of you or anything like that but that 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 pattern works, like working hard, having good energy, and then and sharing and selling your story. Yeah, again and again and again, you do it till you find the right people, give you opportunities, then you rinse and repeat. All right, so I know some people get discouraged again, like because I know there's some finessers in this industry who might like try to take advantage of you. But I always like to err on the side of the right advice, right? Like I always say that these days you hear all this polarization of. In, in the relationship world giving all this crazy advice because everybody's based off of fear. When it's like, hey man, you don't need to be acting this way because a girl might take advantage of you or or, or or like be about you for your money. No, you need to just not be with that person. Don't change your behavior to the wrong behavior. It's the same thing here, right? Someone might take advantage of you or whatever, or there's people who might. That doesn't mean you change your behavior to the wrong behavior. You just stop messing with those people, yeah. right? And yeah. you keep work- working until you find the right people. That can help you with a situation. So, Idarian was a was a reminder of of that for sure. And it's always like he's one of those people that, you know, like gave me hope in the world. One of those guys, bro. Like really, he like he just like, he seemed like such a a good guy. You know, bright eyes. Like it's gonna be all right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like he he seemed like a adult person. Uh, but with that being said, so there's another question that we had from artist. And that was, what are the benefits of attending if they're not performing? I want to say, that's pretty much.
1: Not you know, a network. Yeah, a, a that's network. You
0: touched on, right? right? Networking. That's really what you're going for. You're not even going for the information. Like, you look at the topics more so to kind of get a sense of who would be there and say, hey, they're on my type of time if they're looking at this type of topic, right? Mm-hmm. But is it worth performing there? I don't know. What do you think of it uh, to actually perform? I
1: think it depends on your performance history right because I've heard from bigger artists that it's not the most worth it to perform there you know some of them have their own reasons for going I remember watching this uh 21 Savage vlog from when he did South by Southwest and he was like he never do that shit ever <laughs> and I I remember that stood, at me, stood out of me because I saw that vlog before I ever went to South by Southwest and I was like I wonder why he feels like that right and then I went and I was like okay I could kind of you know understand because I don't think I don't think you get paid for them unless like the, the event vendor pays you. But, been, you yeah, but like, I don't think Soft is paying you. You know what I'm saying? They're like, hey, that's 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 their issue. You know what I'm saying? If they want to get you out here. So I think if it's, if you're a bigger artist, that's kind of you, right? Is it rotted right into your tour? Have you never been to Austin? If you're Austin fan, you got Austin fans you want to tap into, right? Do you want a little bit of practice? are you just trying to get a free wristband so you can walk around the rest of the event i know artists that go perform at not even just south by but conferences like this just for that hey i did this shit so i could get the free all-inclusive wristband that gets me into everything and this basically paid for me to go network right so i think it can be beneficial for those different those different things yeah if you're a smaller artist a lot of those same things plus just getting some show experience in, in a different place is always good and i do think it's important um for artists in general, especially small artists, to perform in different cities and states because it teaches you that, you know what I'm saying, shit moves different when you ain't where you're from, you know, for for good or for bad, you know, depending on the type of person and your your, your your local relevance and stuff. So yep. I think it can be worth it, man. I think the issue of what makes it not worth it sometimes, because I saw this from the first year that I went, not really this much this year, but the first year I went, is artists will pay, because more than likely most of these artists are paying to be on events, paid to be on showcases that are not going to bring out a lot of people and then that's when it's a waste like, oh, you know what i'm saying so it's like it's you and 15 other people on here that drove from 20 different places to you know what I'm saying to perform none of y'all really have an audience nobody's really going to come unless the event people are, are that crazy live which that that kind of goes how it goes and what you got to remember bro like it's soft by it's literally hundreds of events happening dozens of them are happening at the same time so you're in competition if if your event is going on at the same time as a flow millie event you are in competition with Flo millie if i'm a Flo millie fan which i am i'm going to see Flo millie you know what I'm saying? Like, i like it ain't too much you can tell me on that side maybe me go like bro t- the other day by the way oh the, was it the skittles one skittles yeah nah that was a song oh uh, no not Skittles. she got a cereal oh, ad no it's nah, some that's shit that's okay it's i should tell but it's just yeah, crazy yeah, but so I, I think I think you you need to do your due diligence into the people that are putting together the event you were thinking about performing at. See what the other acts are. You know, what are their chances of possibly bringing people out out there looking to the event curators? What's their chances of, you know, or do they have a well-known name or some like the type of people that really hustle up a good event and make sure people come out? Like I said, I saw, not so much this year, but the last one I went to, I saw people like events 15 artists on the bill and 10 people in the venue because they're walking by while other shit's going on they come in like i don't know any of these motherfuckers and ddg is down the street <laughs> i'm just going to go check out ddg or some shit like that you know what i'm saying so that's that's the only big issue i see is like artists will sign up to be a part of showcases that are happening at the same time as other you know, more relevant showcases with a group of people that don't really have any pool or following or know how to promote an event properly. And then they they feel like they got scammed. And it's like, maybe you didn't truly get scammed. Like, in the sense of, like, this person wasn't trying to do you harm. They just didn't know what the fuck they were doing.
0: And that's different. I promised you a stage. I didn't promise you an audience.
1: Exactly. (laughs) That's exactly what I promised you a stage in a different state during South by Southwest. I hit all three of those boxes, technically. Technically, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I was. I would stay away from if I was an artist. Or, or, like, you know, sometimes I've seen, like, group of smaller artists, like, link up and just, like, try. You know what I'm, I'm never against that. Like, you know, if you want to go out there and do it, just to, like, get a feel for it and see, like, man, I I know how to throw a show in Atlanta and bring a crowd out. I wonder if I could do the same thing in Austin, Texas. Let me, let me like, you know, try to sharpen my skills. Go for it, man. I'm always down for a nice pay
0: risk, you yeah. know. Well, well look, <laughs> I say – if it's not one of those official events with, like, a brand that you recognize, yeah, most times it's not going to be worth it. Even those events not, won't necessarily be worth it sometimes for you in the way you might think. Because I, I don't even know what you're expecting, right? If this yeah. is a performance in a random place, and you weren't like brought out on the bill as like, "Hey, this is your show." What are exactly are you expecting? But like, if you do the TikTok party, right, the vibe party. I'm sure there's going to be some people in the room because people are attracted to their brand. You know, mm-hmm. people aren't coming for you. So look what, at why would people show up here mm-hmm. based on all the information available. And if there is some type of brand or maybe even other artists that's recognizable that might draw you or other people, then that's probably more worth it. Some of these unofficial events, because someone asked, uh, we got this comment uh, question, is it beneficial to it, attend unofficial events? I don't know. Like, it depends. But I would say only go to events that you hear from other people. Remember, finding the people that you see what type of time they're on and try to get as much intel as you can before going. You can't tell that from above ground before you get there. You just kind of figure out what you can figure out, but you really want to get a sense for people who are already there. But that goes into the question how to spot a South by Southwest scam or like any of, the, of these events. And to me, Again, like you said, like that stage performance type thing, whether a scam. All right. So you got your official itinerary. Then you have some things that you might feel scammed by that aren't actually scams. You, like, yeah, it's real scams. Right? <laughs> so there's levels to it. As long as you stay in the bunch and again, follow people, see what type of time it is. I feel like you shouldn't have much trouble. All right? Because even some of the official events, feel like a scam you know you go it's you like dang this whole conference is a scam this shit wasn't worth it right if you if you move wrong but then you'll look back and find out such and such was there such and such was there this event happened that you would have wanted to go to so mm-hmm. it's really like how you move in that time and it's it's just a a game where you have to do the, the uh the due diligence on your and then you got to make the decisions as quick as possible and then hopefully it leads to something mm-hmm. because every it's like everything's a domino and it leads you the right way. We're going to lead you the wrong way. Yeah,
1: yeah, there are So many. This, this when you end up like I said, twenty minutes outside the city, right? Watching the stage of thirty motherfuckers you never heard of perform. See, so, yeah, and you were
0: first on that. That was a specific thing actually. What you mean? We actually had something you saying in like analogy. I know that's not important. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. i saying that vibe yeah. yeah. party <laughs> was like that. You were and you were like oh nah. I was like, why was you like oh, yes. Yeah, such and such 20 bro. minutes away. Let's see what else that we can see first. Cause I know bro, if you come to a major event,
1: like softball, cause I've seen it with A3C bro. If they, if the, it's so fucked up. But if the event curator does not have the money to throw the event in the main part of the city mm-hmm. where the thing is going on, that is a huge red flag in my opinion. I'm like, why is this shit 20 minutes away? Everybody over here. Yeah. Am I supposed to expect people to leave here where ninety percent of the things are at to come to your one random event outside. No, nobody's going to that shit. So no, I'm not going there. <laughs> Which is a good way to spot the things that might not be worth it. Yeah, exactly, bro. Right. They tell you that shit in Atlanta and them motherfuckers in Stockbridge scam. <laughs> I
0: don't
1: even know the outskirts of Austin to make the relevance there. But they tell you it's in Austin, Texas, beside by you look at this shit, shit.
0: I've I've now been to Elgin, Texas. Elgin? <laughs> they tell you that shit's in Elgin. And it's supposed to be south by, <laughs> nah. <laughs> cause that's, oh man, you, ooh them boonies. I haven't been out there in a the way, but um, no nah, man, this yeah the whole scam thing. It, it's not anything that I personally had to worry about heavily mm-hmm. when i am going to these events, cause you know you just follow those same basic things, and then you gotta use your real judgment in real time. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah, we we know that exists. I. I know that there's a lot of promoters trying to make that money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Like honestly, I don't think it's even worth trying to perform. I think if you have an opportunity to perform or something, and it comes up, and it's again some of these official events or brands, then okay. But generally speaking, like, what are you going to get out of it? I don't think it's worth like trying to perform. Like, hey, I need to sell by sell what's happening this year. Like, let me see if I can find a stage to perform
1: on. No. Yeah, yeah, I agree I'm with that. Do that. I agree with that because like I said, most of these stages are typically pay for, whether by artist management team label, not all of them, of course, but most of them are. Mm-hmm. And you know, I look at it like, man, you could drop $500 to be on this stage, or you could use that $500 to get you out there and you'd be out there anyway. Cause like you said, like the, everybody's not going to every show anyway. Yep. So if you were to go out there and you're meeting people and like, hey, did you perform? You go like, no, it's not going to change their opinion on you because they're not going to. Even if you did, well, I did perform. Oh, what would you perform at this event at 2 o'clock? Well, I didn't catch that. That was at this one event. Exactly. That's why That's why it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you're going for content or going to perform for like content or new experiences, you know, to sharpen skills, things like that, I understand. If it's not any of those things, save your money and put that 500 to to 1000 towards your survival while you're in self by Southwest. you know, <laughs> Right, because that's going to be more important than the stage. Because if you can, you know, I, I know when I go to conferences, my whole thing is like, man, if I can meet at least a hundred thousand dollars worth of connections, I'll be happy. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'll be doing the math, man. Like, man, if this person from this thing and this and this do what they said they're gonna do. That's about a hundred bands right there. I feel like I got a hundred thousand dollars worth of connections out so of this event. You know, I feel like I feel like a hundred bands gonna come out of this one of these connections from somewhere, one way or another. Right, and I'm happy with that. So you know, the number doesn't have to be as as high for everyone. That's just me personally because we have a a system to, to I know how the, the connection can lead to a hundred thousand, right? You know what I'm saying? But if you just go into it that way, like, hey, like, performing is, performance should be secondary. Like we already said earlier, networking should be the primary goal of like any conference, South by Southwest or, or any other. Networking, meeting people, leaving like every day with at least like one or two valuable connections will make all of the money worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like, to be real, um, assuming you didn't, you didn't know too crazy. Um, and that's how I look at it, is like, man, if I spend this money to perform, or how I would look at it, if I spend this money to perform, will there be any valuable connections or something that comes out to make my my investment justified? Right. Maybe, probably not, because it's performing. Exactly. It's only so much that could come from it, especially if you're not on one, like you said, one of the major stages or on a stage that's connected to a big brand or connected to a big partner. It's only so much that's going to come out of some of these stages anyway. Yep. Um, and but everything else about it can be done without taking a part of it that way. Like exactly, no. like I said, it's like we a lot of good energy and free shit. Exactly, a lot of good. We little we, we was eating chicken and waffles. We was getting free drinks. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even to the point of the unofficial events. I will say this, man. Unofficial events don't have free shit because they're not sponsoring, you know? right? Trying the, to get that money. Trying to get the money, but official shit, man, they gonna take care of you, bro. Like I said, we got we got chicken and waffles free. We, we got drinks. So we, I got free shit. You know,
0: beautiful. The, the
1: waffles were amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So so it's it's just. It's on waffle grilled cheese. I just, I forgot about that. Yeah, was that shit good? That was weird. I ain't gonna lie. I couldn't get my, my mind couldn't catch up like the, My taste buds didn't mind too much. but My, my mind was like, I don't know if I want to the this <laughs> shit, bro. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Because
1: the waffle grilled cheese was something crazy. It, it sounds good, though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. With the tomato? Yeah.
0: It was okay. <laughs> it was like, hey, well, three quick things. Cause we're going to end this one thing. scene. Uh, are there really industry professionals looking to discover talent at South by Southwest? I'd say a blatant no. I don't know anybody, at least in 2023. Like, it's like, I'm going to go to South by Southwest and find the next big thing. Yeah, I'm sure it happens, but it's probably not on purpose. Yeah, they might find it, but yeah. they will not go to find an artist. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Um, Another quick story that has a takeaway. The night that we met Darian. We drove, well, we rode our scooters across town <laughs> to the TikTok event. Oh yeah. I forgot what it was officially called, but it was like some TikTok event that I was like, oh yeah, this is official, the business thing. But we got there we looked at the line. Long so. And I walked up to the front. Well, did I scoot? Probably scooted halfway, then walked. Went, uh, went over there, saw this other potential entrance. It was obviously VIP. Um, and then the line was long, long. And you look inside, it's like, ah, oh, this is just going to be a performance anyway. Yeah, I know because I actually know some people who are going to be in this building. I know there's going to be some, you know, cool people in this building per se. If you want to use that term. But, bro, it's I don't know. I ain't really feeling this. Because I don't like to just be in these up. Oh, I'm in here loud music because I'm here to like meet people and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not here to be a fan just to be real. I don't care who performing. And there's probably a lot of people who are like that, right? Yeah. Now, I caught some performance sis, that I thought were dope, like when we were at the Grammys party, which I can't believe we skipped, right? That, oh, yeah. Oh, not Grammys, the Recording Academy party, and I end up, while you were talking to that girl, I got enamored by this girl's singing abilities and was watching or whatever. She was dope and seemed official. But we decided not to go to the TikTok because it was a symphonic event going right next on right next door, and the TikTok event was... Like, he's just too back and it didn't look like it was going to be it. The symphonic event looked like, oh, you might be able to actually talk and hear people, right? Mm-hmm. And the line's so much shorter. Yeah. So, if anything, we can get rejected from this and still have time to go <laughs> <get into> to <this, laughs> the TikTok event if we wanted to, right? <laughs> so, hey, we we end up pulling up in line. What's the name of the artist and the manager we met? I know they were from either Toronto or yeah, they're from Montreal. They're from oh, actually it might have been Montreal. Yeah. One of them, yeah, you're right. Jared, not Jared on IG, bro. Jared McKenzie, shout out to you. Dope um guy. Again, these are people who were just similar energy, same type of time. You know what I mean? Um, he's a manager and he has an artist Cali Technic. So they were both just cool. Yeah. They're just cool. We get to the final line. They say, hey, where y'all's passes? What did I say? I said, I talked to, so I talked to somebody. I don't know, that's when you almost fucked us up.
1: Yeah, I I almost fucked fucked us up. up. But you told him that, we talked there about.
0: Oh yeah, I said, I talked to, uh," well, I ain't gonna say the person's name, but somebody that I know at the company, but this is one of those big old companies, so he could not even know the person. Like he probably didn't actually know the person. So he was like, oh, well, show me the conversation or whatever. So i pull up an email thread or whatever. And I was like, "Dang, I can't find it, whatever. But here's us talking right here. It's a very obvious, like, hey, we really, really know each other type of conversation or whatever. Uh, and it's funny. It could have been for anybody. Like, what, this guy didn't know. It. Yeah. So, like, you were just going to say, see, like, a random message saying, hey, yeah, you can go in or or come. <laughs> like, that It doesn't make sense. But before, like, anything can happen and we're looking. um. I mean, and he's like looking at the thing and he's about to say, well, you know, man, I don't know, like that type of vibe. Jared goes like, bro, is it really that serious? Is it that serious? Jared has passed. It's not like Jared's like some big wit at the event. He's just another person who actually does have access to the event. He was legit. He was legit when we weren't. Yeah, (laughs) he was legit, right? He was like, yo, bro, is it that serious? Is it that serious? We just made friends with Jared, man. So I appreciate you for helping us and giving the guy the energy that was required to let him know. No, bro, this ain't that serious. It's not too many
1: people up in here. Shit free.
0: Yeah, it's free. We're not giving off any kind of wild energy, like so. Don't make it be something that it don't have to be right now.
1: And I do think would help because it was like maybe ten seconds after that was when those two guys came up and recognized us. I feel like that yeah. helped too. You know?
0: Probably. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> but yeah, it probably eased him a little. Bit, yeah. <laughs> right. But it all, he had already like kind of like you know bowed down a little bit when when Jerry gave him that energy because it was like. It was almost like, because he wasn't like a legit bouncer or nothing. So he don't seem like he was used to that type of energy. Like, whoa, people push it back. I just want to do my job, guys. You know what so <laughs> <laughs> well, Don't let the ties turn against <laughs> me. You know, he was worried about be- being judged and shit. So, and I look, bro, we were going to get in one way or another. I appreciate Jerry, but I was going to argue him down if, and like, it was going to happen. But I'm glad that I didn't have to, you know, like bring out my tactics or anything. <laughs> so we up in there. And that's where we met And That's where we end up meeting um, A&R and some other people at Symphonic. Uh, was it Greg and Oz, I think, mm-hmm. was his name. Glad I remember those or whatever. So shout out to y'all. Uh, had some really dope conversations and learned some stuff um, for real. But again, that came from deciding to go to the event where it was about talking and not the hype. Don't fall for the hype. Like just follow, oh, it's all these people or this person gonna be performing. If you could find the event, it's an official event, but a little like you can just talk, right? Meet some people, because you know, especially this it's an official event, official company, there has to be at least somebody related to that company in there. Mm-hmm. So even that, the worst, maybe meeting them and having a conversation, I might be able to learn something, ask some questions. It might not be a connection, but I might ask questions that I legitimately have about business or something, right? Yeah. And get some knowledge there. So that was a great um, happening. Then on the other side, last thing before we close this out, the guy who was riding around performing in the back of okay. a truck, okay. right? So it had the bed back there. Uh, it was one of the ones like a moving truck, like a U-Haul type yeah. of drive or something. And then he had it open, riding through the city. He was performing. And bruh, now being at South by Southwest, there's no point in doing that shit to me. And he was on the wrong side of town when he did too. And,
1: and, and yes. the idea's defense. He was on the side of the town that wasn't lit.
0: Right. So you were on the side of town that wasn't <laughs> lit. Maybe they were going to get to that part of town. Because they were driving. Who yeah. knows? They, yeah, maybe, yeah. you know. But I literally like sped up on my scooter. You know, like an action movie. Ch- uh, tracking them down. Literally just to record them having a bad execution of this idea. And I will like send it in to you, EJ. So you can put it up on the podcast while we're talking about it. So you can see it. But. Here's why it was bad. Here's a good idea. Like, good in terms of, yes, it's a off-the-beat idea. You're performing, da-da-da. Here was my problem. From the back, you had no idea who this guy is. What folks? There was no <laughs> labeling of your name, no IG to follow. When I chased them down, I did end up seeing, like, a little bit of an IG stuff on the side or whatever. Okay. But by the time people pay attention to you, they're looking at you in the back. Yeah. I don't have a reason to even look at it when I'm on the side of the truck. So I'm looking at you sitting on this couch or whatever, performing in the back of a truck. So I need to know who you are. Secondly, here's a major violation. Cause people looking at your IG like, ain't that many people really gonna look it up anyway, but at least if you put a name out there for me to remember, I might actually at least remember seeing you later. Yeah. The biggest violation was this man was not recording. He was not capturing the content that he was creating. You paid for a, a truck. You see this whole setup. You going through town, bro. You need to have somebody following you behind, recording this entire process so then you can make sure it gets seen by people online. Mm-hmm. You got that footage as a part of your story later on. Like, you're not about to do that every single day. So the fact that he missed recording that moment and getting that content,
1: it hurt, man. It really hurt. This bro, He missed on the even the effect. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because yeah. you can flip the narrative <laughs> however you want. It's something that grabs attention and you could have missed the narrative so please when y'all execute these ideas i love the the creativity of actually thinking beyond husband, most people right and having us to actually do some shit, right a lot of people won't actually do something because they're overthinking it to get in your head so you went through all the barriers you did something a little offbeat and you got people's attention kind of you know what i mean you are at south by southwest and sometimes a lot of so many things are going on at those kind of events that like it's not that special
1: competition you'd be stiff yeah bro. so that's another yeah.
0: thing yeah. honestly <laughs> you'd be better off doing that in a place that that kind of stuff doesn't happen so you are the thing that stands out yeah but it just feels like oh you know it's another attraction yeah at that type of show yeah. going to the theme park and seeing a roller coaster ain't that big of a deal yeah so that is another thing but bro you got to capture that content any of y'all like y'all you spend time with these ideas you gotta make that investment to go to the next level and capture as well as you can, even if it's just an iPhone, but you know, go as big as you can in terms of actually capturing the content. Yeah. So yeah. that hurt, and I had to make sure I didn't that one.
1: Yeah, but I, I don't know if you saw it, but the, the best example I saw there was: Did you see the guys when we rode the the scooter through the downtown area with all the bars and it was like shoot one of those like mic hanging from the ceiling, rap videos right on the corner? You didn't see that? No, I didn't see that. That shit was fire, bro. That had like it was like a group of people. I I didn't actually see where the mic was hanging. None of that thing, but I don't know what the fuck the mic was hanging off. So it was hanging out from the sky. There was a dude standing up to a freestyle, and He had like three different guys like shooting videos on him, and then like different artists kept like rotating out. I only know because this was the point where the school was going like like a mile an hour or some shit. We were going through the walking area. But like they, to me, from what I saw, had that done the best, see what I'm saying? Because like they, have a, they got a really good spot uh, in the city to get everybody in and make this shit look lit as fuck right make this shit look crazy for the artists coming up they got three four different content people getting the content for it and it just like it didn't like stand out from like an energy standpoint because like, like you said there's already so much going on but it stood out because of everything else over there that was happening this group of people seemed to have their shit together the most you know like they they felt like the most prepared for the situation everybody just kind of felt like they had the idea last night it'd be cool to go like set up a drum on the corner and like you know if you draw a sign-up or something and perform, like, oh, yeah, that'd be a cool idea. like, these guys look like they had been playing that shit for a minute, you know what I'm saying, oh, okay. and finally gotten it. So, yeah, bro, got to get the content. That man. sounds dope. Actually, I might have missed that one. I was around? Yeah, you was, like, ahead of me on the scooter, though. But oh, this one we was going through the, like I said, the town, the strip with, like, all the bars and stuff. I don't know what part of Austin this is, but when we I just remember this is the part where we was going through that, that main strip, doing, like, two miles an hour, you know what I'm saying, through that whole shit. It was in that point
0: in time. But, yeah. But, well, look. See, y'all heard of a dope idea, and y'all heard a eh, dope idea of executed poorly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so just know that both can exist and make sure you're not on the bad side of that. We out for this episode, yet another one. I'm Brand Man Sean. I'm Corey. We out. Peace.